0: You're listening to Mostly Technical, which is brought to you by Lair Jobs, the official Laravel job board, and Screencasting.com, where you can learn how to create high-quality screencasts faster than ever. Now, Ian and Aaron. Hello. Good morning, Ian. How we doing? We are ready. We got come a lot come. to cover. We got a lot to cover. <laughs> the to the list in. is long today.
1: It's a big episode. Uh, where where uh, do
0: we want to start? We want to, do a little, we want to do a little how's your weekend? We want
1: to dive right in. What do you want to do? Man, how's your week? I don't think we have time for how's your weekend. We I don't think we follow do. Follow-up. We got all kinds of stuff. Maybe we'll Let's hit do some it. how's your weekend as we go, but uh okay. too much going on. All right. So we do have some mailbag. Uh this will be a quick one, but Travis Northcut, friend of the show, mm-hmm. um, and Larabelle friend. Uh he did have a little ha follow-up on the ha conversation. Okay. Um, he wanted to know if we've ever seen where somebody in a one-on-one message. Just drops a ha, but like just randomly drops ha's all the time. Like his, his example was it's like mapped to their period key, where so it's not like in the context of a funny conversation.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Just I guess you're just typing and then you're like, ha, huh, I don't know. Oh, that's
0: I, interesting. That I feels a little bit, um, you know, I haven't had a lot of experience with that, but that does feel a little bit like it's undercutting the message. Like you, right. you want to <laughs> say something, but you don't want it to be taken too seriously. So you're yes, like, hey, do you think that. you could respond to that email, ha? Huh? You're
1: like Um <laughs> I think that's Are you exactly asking what's me going or- on. <laughs> yeah. I think you I think you straight nailed that. It's like yes, it's not funny. <laughs> so what's it about? Well, yeah, it's trying to to cut it a little bit something heavier, yeah lighten the tone maybe or something
0: yeah so travis whoever whoever's doing that to you is afraid to say what there is really on their mind that's that's the issue yeah we
1: are going deep (laughs) we are deep here today wow oh this is why we don't have time for how's your weekend we got stuff to do (laughs) we got important topics um all right oh youtube is a little more like kind of yeah, to the show so I was too. I was
0: looking at the YouTube channel and I yeah. noticed there are several comments across the many episodes that I just didn't even know existed, and it's that good works. it's good stuff. It's like responding to the issues at hand, and so. First, whoops, sorry about that. Yeah, we will so, check sorry. those are yeah, bad. Uh we'll check those more religiously. Um and second, I love YouTube comments. I'm a big YouTube guy now, so go I know. go leave comments on YouTube. Um now that uh now that I know I should check the channel, I will check the channel. So yes, find us same. on YouTube as well.
1: Yeah, and we're up op- almost to hundred subs up there, so subscribe on YouTube. That's right. We're gonna get, get we're gonna to get a silver play
0: button to share. We only have yes. nine hundred and no. <laughs> yeah. I think ninety-nine thousand nine hundred more to go. 000. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, ninety nine thousand. That's not that many. We can That's do not it. that many. You know how many people are in the world? A lot. A oh. Like it's one of those things where as you, you if you just keep the growth like a little bit, a little bit at a time, then it starts to bink up a little more. That's right. Go exponential. And we're putting right. hey, our our feeds look nice, like we're we're it's, we're ready. We're not the we're shovel. ready.
0: We got art. We got it's yes. perfect. Yeah, it's only we're a matter ready. of time.
1: We're ready for YouTube. All right. Well then, speaking of YouTube, I feel like we should talk about you have yet another YouTube property. So let's yeah. That. So we just can't get enough YouTube. I just can't
0: get enough YouTube. YouTube's YouTube's the quadrant I'm headed towards right now. So right. on Friday, I published the first episode of Last Week Next Week, which. Kind of a great name. Love the names. The name. <laughs> a good Although name. I will say, some people came up with better names. I think somebody did uh, recap pre recap precap, and someone else did um, push pop, which I think is pretty clever. Um, so,
1: yeah, I like last week, next week.
0: Oh wow, that's great. Hey, oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> last week, next week is uh, a solo show just me Mm -hmm. where I talk about all the things I did last week and all the things I'm planning to do next week and so the theory is from friend of the show Matt Swanson who has the most like the most right down the middle hot takes and it's he always has his hot takes like hey the easiest way to get 10,000 MRRs to get a job and you're like (laughs) whoa hot take and then you realize oh that's yeah that's pretty vanilla um so his most recent mild spicy take was all of these bootstrapper right along podcasts of which I have been a part and you have been a part. Okay. Um, but there are so there are so many these days and all of them from his perspective are very uh, they, they, they waffle a lot. They spend so much time talking about, wow, what am I going to do? How do we do this? What if this happens right. instead of just like. Taking action on things, and so his take was, y'all got to just stop hemming and hawing and start taking action. Mm -hmm. And I read that and I thought, you know, that was oh, if I was still doing the Hammerstone podcast, I'd feel called out about that because that was one hundred (laughs) percent the case when (laughs) I was doing that. It was always like, I don't know what happens. What should we do? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Instead of just like f it, let's try something. We'll figure out what happens. Yeah. Um. And so I read that and I thought. Hey, that's a good, because I feel like this show that we do is very, we cover just like the surface of that, of, hey, what did you get up to, but not like the kind of the boring nitty gritty because, hey, we're a comedy show, right? We got to entertain the people. Exactly, And And yeah, it's a little
1: different setup. Yeah, our setup's a little different than the traditional version of that, which I think is is what's part of the, part what's interesting to me about it. Um, Yeah,
0: it's not a pure, we're not doing a pure ride along where it's like, I did this thing. We're doing a little bit of that, but more topical. And yeah. so I just turned on the camera and was like, all right, I'm going to do this as a solo. You know, Caleb Porzio mm-hmm. has his one man podcast, which I enjoy listening to. And I thought I could do this as a solo. And instead of just doing a podcast, I thought, why don't I put it on YouTube? Because um, yep. I do want to have a place to like do more like long form behind the scenes stuff and not just, you know, PHP videos, which is my mm-hmm. personal channel. Um And so I did the first one and I was really proud of myself because I I read this tweet and I thought I should, I should do that. And then I thought, oh yeah, I should spend a bunch of time figuring out the right format and figuring (laughs) out like exactly how to make this into a property. And then I thought, wait, hold on. The whole point, Uh, the whole point is to take action. (laughs) And so I just freaking did it and published it. And so now every, every Friday I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a last or this week, next week and i'm gonna put it on youtube and it's gonna be a rundown and so yeah okay. it's, I, I loved it i got a lot of good feedback from it so thoughts
1: so i i actually because of the busy busy weekend we didn't get even a chance to talk about i have not actually uh watched it yet but i do like the idea definitely is it going to be an actual is it going to be a podcast and the youtube or it's just youtube
0: yeah so that was one of the things that i kicked the can on because i thought okay. i should set up a full system right, to take that and whole i was like, ah, you're, you're being that guy again um, right. so yes the plan is to make it audio as well um right. i'm told there are pretty easy ways to strip out uh a youtube feed into audio and turn it into just a podcast automate
1: it yeah
0: yeah but now, right now right now it's just youtube
1: my bigger question was and i don't know i guess it w- uh, all right, so I guess I'll ask you the question first. <laughs> Why not put it on your main channel?
0: Right. So, from what I've read, and this is um, this is like I've absorbed it over you know the past six months or a year. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube likes to, much like Google, likes to know what your channel is about mm. and what your ideal audience for the channel is. In the same way, yeah. yeah, in the same way that YouTube, or I'm sorry, Google wants to know what your site is about, just mm. generally, what is your website about? And right. so from what I understand, um, you'll see people like the Primogen or that JavaScript guy, Theo, He'll they'll do like separate channels for their React content, when mm. I say air quotes React, which is like where they read articles and like react to them, which <laughs> whatever, but From my understanding, my main Mm. channel, the audience is going to be very well defined as web developers, maybe even PHP enthusiasts. And I don't want to pepper it also with like bootstrapping stuff, screencasting Mm. stuff, like behind the scenes organizing stuff. And so I just separated that out into a different channel.
1: Got it. I guess that makes sense. Um It's also kind of irrelevant in some ways these days, I guess, right? Because it's like, whatever, you just push to the one, you push to the other. It's all sort of similar. Um, Other than, yeah, I guess the, like, where to find all your stuff then becomes a little bit of an issue. But uh, I agree. Not the end of the world. Yeah, so the way I'm thinking about it
0: mentally is, like, main, Aaron Francis' main channel is PHP slash JavaScript web developer content. Planet Scale channel obviously is database content. So anytime I have right. like a database idea, I know already. Well, oh, that one's gotta go to Planet Scale one for right. the audience. Two, that's like full time job. So all, all of my, you know, best database energy, energy goes over there. Yeah. And then the behind the scenes channel is like this uh this week, next week. And if I ever do any if I ever do any like how I manage, you know, bookkeeping for multiple projects which i haven't figured out yet um that kind of stuff will go on that channel <laughs> right um, to the
1: catch-all spot it's like what your personal blog used to be but now yes. personal blogs are dead so we have youtube that also maybe spins off yes. into a podcast as the, exactly uh, personal blog
0: yeah so i'm trying to like i'm trying to like hone the machine a little bit and i feel right. like the the this week next week is kind of a like diversification from twitter exclusively um, mm-hmm. because I have found as much as I like, as much as I try to have no opinion on the changes at Twitter, because they're so outside of my control, I don't want to spend any time like complaining about the algorithm. Cause like, right. why who's that helping? <laughs> um, I have noticed that, like I watched Kent C. Dodds launch his Epic web, you know, training thing. He's okay. got, like, 250,000 followers on Twitter, and he was putting mm-hmm. out tweets that were getting 3,000 impressions. Yeah, no, Twitter's And I'm just like, dead. dude, <laughs> he's got, I mean, that just feels like such a risk. So I'm trying yeah. to, you know, the, the this week, next week thing is kind of like a packaging or a distillation of, like, a week's worth of me being on Twitter, but on YouTube and a little more structured style, so... Yeah, that's kind of the thought. And I, th- I think I think it's probably good for me to diversify and hopefully funnel people to like an email list, which I have not done a very good job I of. <laughs> I, yeah, I,
1: I want to have an email list. It makes sense. I get all the benefits, blah, blah, blah. Man, I don't know. It's just got no juice, you know, it's just no juice to write that email every week. I know.
0: I know. And so I'm hoping part of what I'm hoping is like I'm doing enough activity that the email list can be a little bit self-driving and right. it's it's less of like hey here are my thoughts on philosophy and life and more like hey here's everything i did around the web this week like i right. published three videos and i you know did this cool exploration and like yeah. hopefully that's kind of what the email list can be yeah
1: side question then uh on planet scale you know youtube content and so on like how do you actually structure that? Like, is do you have like a you're trying to do one a week, you're trying to do mm-hmm. one every two weeks? Like, is there an actual quota? Yeah, there's or... a cadence
0: now. I so bet. when my boss came back from maternity leave, so when Holly mm-hmm. came back, she and I sat down and were like, Hey, I told her, I kind of want to take this YouTube thing seriously. I think we have an opportunity here. Um, because the little that we have done is working really well. Right. And so she and I put together some goals. Um and our goal right now is just like blitz our way to as many subscribers as possible. Right. And so that has for the past several weeks looked like two videos a week, two long form oh, videos a week. That
1: much. Oh, wow. I, don't yeah, I realized it's it a that lot, many. man. Holy cow. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> this week we're changing it slightly to do one long form, one much longer form video this mm-hmm. week. Um, Because we're still, like, we're still super new to figuring out YouTube, and we're trying to figure out what does the algorithm want, and what I'm reading and noticing so far is watch time is maybe weighted more highly than I, like, knew, and Mm -hmm. so instead of making, instead of making these cute, like, seven-minute videos, I'm trying to make an in-depth, you know, 25-minute video that is still, you can still skip around, like, it's still kind of segmented, but hopefully the, the idea there is that people watch, you know, 30% of a 20 minute video instead of 30% of a seven minute video. So (laughs) this week we're doing one a week and or one this week. And then our goal, my, like my, I don't have KPIs. We don't like, we're not that rigid, but my goal Mm -hmm. is by the end of the year to hit a certain subscriber count for planet scale.
1: Right. And then, so I guess that my other question was, because I don't think we were really talked about on the show is, uh, like is that your full time job just doing YouTube videos? But I guess I mean if you're doing two a week, it definitely yeah, is, right? <laughs> so, yeah big time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that is my full time job is video content. There is a second course that I'm working on for Planet Scale. Um mm. that I'm getting a lot of help from my coworker Brian on on researching. Um because mm. the first course I did, I did all of the research and content planning. And that was right. just like such a freaking slog right. so this time i've got um brian helping me out with the research and he's just putting together these amazing packets for me that i can then study and do videos on but that course is going to be on like scaling and sharding and so that won't go on youtube but that'll be like our own property that'll be mm-hmm. gated and we'll get you know emails for that and so That's yeah great. right now i'm just full i'm just full on video video
1: video okay. video Yeah. And you're just like in front of the camera all day long. I know. I really am. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Wow. Okay. Awesome. Well, we'll keep an eye. I think I wrote last week next week in my sleepy haze that I wrote this down in, but it's this week next week.
0: Well, I think it started as last week next week. Oh, okay. So maybe I was right. And then I I thought like, wait, if I'm going to do it on Friday, Friday is still this week because i thought you know at some point i'll I'll do it i'll I'll do it on monday and then it would be last week this week and it should never be last week next week that's for sure because then you're existing in (laughs) in liminal space yeah so it's called this week next week yeah
1: well okay well this we're gonna go on a little tangent here we go because I, I, have, I have a beef in this area. I'm curious yep. what your thoughts are. What yep. is, so I think then you think about the way I think about it, which is this week. So there is people in the world who believe that if you're looking mm-hmm. at a calendar, mm-hmm. that like this Tuesday is the Tuesday in the next week and next Tuesday is the one beyond that. And to me, this Tuesday is whatever Tuesday is this week. And then yes. next Tuesday is always at most like a week away. Like it can never be two weeks away next
0: week. Yes. So okay. let, let's, let's concretize this. So if okay. it's Friday, yes. if it's Friday and mm-hmm. I say, all right, this Tuesday, what do I mean? We're sitting on Friday. We exist on Friday. And I say this Tuesday, yes.
1: I think I, I would I mean? take that as the upcoming Tuesday, the Tuesday in front of us. Yes. But I would say next Tuesday is the same thing.
0: Ah, Next Tuesday is the same thing. I would yes. agree. Yes. Yes.
1: Next, <laughs> next,
0: right. next Tuesday is always
1: the next Tuesday. Yes. That is so obvious to me, right? Yes. If Why, I'm, next I'm on Friday. It can't be the Tuesday after the fo- the next Tuesday. Like, the, no, the
0: no. If I'm on Friday and I say next Tuesday, that is the next Tuesday. In four days. Right. In yes. four days. Yes. Yes. All
1: yep. Right. We fully agree. agree. Yeah. Yes. I. Oh, man. I've had this. <laughs> We're going to get feedback I've, on that.
0: Oh, I've had this conversation there, so many. They are
1: out there, and they're so <laughs>
0: wrong. And they're
1: so wrong. How do they live? How do they get, I, by get in a the confusing world? way? Yeah, I don't Aren't know. They just showing up a week late for everything all the time. I don't know. Probably.
0: Yeah that that yeah that blows my mind. It is funny that at a certain point in the week, this and next are the same Tuesday, but that's not always yes. the case. Right. I agree. I agree. So if you're on Monday, Monday, and you. Yes. Monday, this Tuesday is tomorrow and next Tuesday is
1: eight days away. I think if you're on Monday, I I think I might go with that. It's close. What do you think about that one?
0: I think it's I think if you're on Monday, next Tuesday is eight days away. Yeah, that's I agree. Which falls outside of your seven day rule. Well, yes, that's true.
1: But it's still It's it's more like it's not 14 days, right? It's like there is some middle ground there that is the context is so important. You have to have the context.
0: Yes, I agree. Ooh, that's a good one. We're going to get
1: feedback on that one. Yeah, that's big trouble. Yeah. Um All right, what do you want to do next? I think we might have some beef. If Since we're happy and together on that one, I think we're going to have beef on this next one if we go all to right. text.com.
0: Oh, you don't like text.com? No, I don't like text. What? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to I thought this was gonna be like a jam session. I didn't realize no. we were going to have beef. Oh, we got text, beef. The, text.com, little desktop app that I use mm. and love, apparently incorrectly, according to Ian. Um... <laughs> But here's here's how I use it. I funnel yeah. uh I funnel my iMessage, my uh Twitter DMs, my Telegram and then some stupid stuff like LinkedIn DMs um mm-hmm. and like Facebook Messenger which I only get messages from my mom on there. Right. Um <laughs> I don't funnel Slack because that is insane. It's a mental right. illness to put all yeah. of your Slack in text.com. Yeah, um sure. Okay, and so the reason I like it is because you can leave stuff unread and it's a nice centralized place to respond to things quickly. So I have a problem sometimes keeping up with like specifically Twitter DMs, people DM me and I look at it and then I'm like, I will respond to that later, especially if I look at it on my phone and I'm like, "Eh, I'm not responding to that right now. And then it's gone forever and then I'm a bad guy and I feel guilty, which, you know, separate (laughs) issue, but I like having the unified inbox and the ability to respond quickly from my desktop all in one place. What could possibly be wrong with that?
1: All right, so here's the thing. I I love the idea of that, right? Like, I certainly would like, yeah, obviously we all have the seven places that we're getting notifications and where Mm -hmm. we're trying to keep up with people and whatever. So I do like the idea for sure. But this text.com, like, I feel like there is, like, just an inherent uh, security level required to pull this off successfully. And uh-huh. text.com to, to me is way, way low on that bar of, like, really? r- of trustworthiness. I mean, first of all, there's no company site. They, they do have a great domain. I will give them that. Yeah, see? But,
0: <laughs> go to screencasting.com and buy the course right now. <laughs> there's no company. There's nothing. If there's you go no to privacy company? policy,
1: there's no company. If you cannot find the name of a company on that website, you cannot well, there's find a TLDR, the TLDR. There's that. a
0: TLDR on the privacy policy. That means they're one of us. They're like cool. They're mm-hmm, hip, Exactly. Right?
1: This is my point. This is like really mm. very it's it's uh, it's let me see. I mean no, yeah, there's nothing even in um even in the terms of use. Okay, there's Bargia Inc. is the only thing. It's in the Terms of Use. It's got no contact information. What, what is, the, no what is that word? Bard? Bulgaria. B-A. Bar- oh,
0: you're thinking of Bulgaria. That's a place, no. Ian.
1: No, 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 man. If you go into Terms of Use and you scroll all the way to the bottom where there's usually like a company name mm-hmm. and like the address of the company and their phone oh, number sure and enough. things like that. Bulgaria. Bulgaria Inc. with no contact information of any sort. Um... It just feels that a it's a pretty chaotic.
0: It's a pretty chaotic shady. email address the whole too. thing is
1: pretty shady. And like, I mean, okay, I get on the, on the marketing website. It says we do not, you know, see your messages. We send them to the platforms, but I mean, that's just some marketing copy they wrote on that page. Like, I feel like I have a pretty high level of standard here for, do I believe that you are totally on the that's up and up, not messing with my messages or reading them or storing them or anything else. And there's, like, nothing here to make me trust this thing at all. Now, I mean, Twitter, whatever. I don't give a crap about Twitter. Like, whatever. You could, like, using this for Twitter and Facebook. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, but, see, to me, like, iMessage, then that's, like, a different story. Like, I feel like, because if I get an iMessage, I know that there's a certain level of authenticity to that message, right? Whereas right, now, if it's right. going to do this thing, can I trust that? Can I trust they're not storing it somewhere? Um, I do not trust them in that way. So, that's my beef with that is that I don't think this is trustworthy enough to put all your stuff through uh, security wise. And I'm not really a big, like ultra worried about security in general. But when it comes to like this sort of thing, I think it's just not it, the, the burden of proof is high for them. And this is a they have not met that. They have not
0: met me. that burden. Yeah. You know, Ian, I'm going to be honest. Uh, didn't once cross my mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a useful tool.
0: will implement. I was like, ah oh, yeah, internet. I love the internet. This is awesome. <laughs> this makes um, the internet better. Okay. Well, that's surely interesting, isn't it? So Bagaria Inc. is uh named after the founder, Keyshawn Bagaria. Okay. Who is on Twitter as Keyshawn Bagaria. Uh nice. So he's a real he's a real person. He's a human. He's a human, or you know, they are pretending to be a human. Nah, they're be. also on they're also on LinkedIn as Keyshawn Bagaria. Let's see, um, they might
1: have there is a text oh yeah, okay. So they've raised money. So okay, that's a little, okay, that's a little that's good. something. That's a little From more anybody Good. semi real. Um uh, investor. Well, okay, there's only one investor. That's some bagaria. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> that's like exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, no it's some Claire diaz ortiz but i mean this it's not a vc of that doesn't
0: sound yeah, like an it's, arm's length transaction to it's me just a rando
1: yeah it's just yeah. a rando okay um so you know this is kind of interesting too because i've been doing a lot more work we've been working on getting stock 2 compliant um mm. and so just like and in general when you run a SaaS, like you're not in the SaaS game. So like when you run a SAS right server, there is I'm a little content more. content game,
0: baby. I don't have to care about anything.
1: Right. It's like your computer is your sanctuary and obviously people are trying to get on there because then you have keys to all the good news and all that stuff. So you're trying to have some extra layers of protection there. And so, uh, but I mean, even for a person, obviously it's obviously super annoying if you get hacked and uh, whatnot. Um, they could wreck your channel or, you know, whatever, obviously your employee at a company, like there's still like, Potential mm. security vulnerabilities there. So, anyway, this stuff's been on my mind more in general. But, um, but yeah, even before that, I saw this and I was like, nah, nah.
0: nah. Yeah, you really you hate to hear that. I was having fun having everything in one inbox, and now I'm like,
1: <laughs> nah, it's okay. I don't want to. I I don't want for you. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably fine, right? It's like it's like most things on the internet. Like it's probably fine. Like it's ninety percent chance fine. it's fine. But there's ten percent chance it's not fine. And there's also even the like in between of that, which is like. Maybe this dude is totally fine. He's completely jet. Everything's encrypted and wonderful, right? But what is this dude's security situation, right? Like, what if somebody hacks him and they right. hack this? And they, you know, they only turtles take one all the way down, hiding in this app, right? I and mean, this app is a gigantic target. Like, who wouldn't want access to this app to to gather this information maliciously, right? So it's not even that. It's this guy. Like, this guy may could be totally on the up and up. He probably is totally on the up and up. But mm-hmm. he is a huge target, and how seriously does he take his security and all those things? Um, so, yeah, so that's where it gets a little bit trickier. Uh, you know, it's not quite the same as like Microsoft offering this or Cloudflare offering this or something like that, which obviously they could have problems too, and they're huge targets, but they also have thousands of people dedicated to securing everything. Right. Whereas, like, a guy. Doesn't Keyshawn. have anybody have he's got, he's got know, a name, Ian. Yeah. His name is Keyshawn. <laughs> yeah. Not just uh, a guy, Keyshawn Bagaria. His name yeah. is uh, Robert, what's his name? How do they say that? In Fight Club? I can't
0: remember. Oh, no spoilers. I haven't seen Fight Club yet.
1: <laughs> unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. I don't even know what the hell we're doing on here. We gotta, we gotta just sit you down. We gotta watch movies. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen oh, Fight Club god. and I haven't seen Braveheart. So, oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck is going? I know.
1: On? Oh! Yeah,
0: sorry. I saw Gladiator though. I like Gladiator a lot. So, kind of same I mean, but different. I, I love Gladiator. <laughs> yeah,
1: not I mean, relevant, are, but, yeah. I mean, they yeah. did come out together. I know there was a they were, I think Gladiator and and um and Braveheart were of a similar time and they were a, like kind of a thing together, I think it was. So, time. yeah, I saw one anyway.
0: and not the other. It's like seeing Barbie and not Oppenheimer. I actually oh, haven't Club, seen either man. of those movies, so. Oh. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, com. <laughs> that sucks, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> there you go. All somebody
0: right. somebody, please write in and tell me why I'm right to use text.com because I want to continue to use it. There you um, go.
1: You want to feel good about it?
0: I want to feel good about it. I'm I'm told that all of the messages go directly to the services. I guess I should install on like the marketing page. I should install Little Snitch or something on my app or on my Mac to see mm. every outgoing request oh, that might be yeah, interesting. That's an interesting idea. You could yeah. do a
1: little uh, research for the pod here. And I
0: could. I'm not going, going to, back. but I definitely could. Theory,
1: <laughs> you could. <laughs> yeah, theoretically, oh. someone could. Maybe.
0: Well, that's too bad. Well, I, I didn't expect beef, you know. So that's good. Yeah, it makes for it's good really radio.
1: Just, you know, just trying to. Uh, I don't know. Just watching out for you, man. Just watching. Yeah, out.
0: yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not going to change my behavior, but I do I appreciate the thought. I yeah.
1: understand. Yeah. Um, all right. What else we got here? All what do you want to go to next? We got a list. We got a list. Still, oh, my we gosh. could
0: do. We could do um, a remotion TypeScript React rundown because those all seem okay. those all seem pretty close.
1: All right, let's do it. Let's go.
0: You want to do that? I picked uh, up yeah. Remotion for this okay. this week next week thing. Um, I don't really know Remotion, what this is,
1: so tell me all. Remotion about it. is your... a
0: it's a JavaScript library that allows you to create video like real full on MP4 video um, using React, and so it's like programmable video. Mm. So the the setup is basically they give you like a canvas. Mm-hmm. And you get to draw DOM nodes and do JavaScript and all of that. And then I they thought. will render it out frame by frame by frame and stitch it all together and turn it into an MP4. So very, very cool, very, very cool concepts, because then you can do stuff like you can interpolate movement over, you know, 60 frames. Or you can do like animations and be like, all right, if I'm on this frame move the exposition by this much and so they give you what frame Hmm. you're on out of how many frames and so basically you end up doing a lot of math and you can just like have stuff fly around on the screen and it's very very cool you can use like full on tailwind um it's local,
1: so, it's, it's local or it's a SAS type. It's local. It's local.
0: So huh, you you start wild. a new project. So the way that I did it. So it's it's mm. a it's a React thing. So already right. I'm like man, right. f this. You're, I don't want right. to freaking do this. <laughs> so I you know NPM whatever create project mm-hmm. uh, remotion and it like makes this directory for me sets up all the the nice thing is they have a very good onboarding. I will admit it sets mm. up like the package json and some scaffolding and then you just like run npm you know run start or whatever right. and it opens up this like uh almost looks like screenflow but like this timeline viewer editor in your browser mm. on localhost which like hey cool good start mm. and they give you a like root composition basically like a you know a canvas or whatever right. and you go in there and you start like all right, I'm going to add a hello world div. Like, it's really cool because it's literally, you know, a web page. I'm going to add right. a hello world. And then you go back to the browser and it's like, oh, my movie is now rendering with hello world on the screen. That's mm. neat. All right. <laughs> and so then what where I took it was, all right, I've got this list of topics that I want to do for the this week, next week show, and I'm going to have them like, kind of like a sports center crawl on the left side, be like, all right, I'm talking about this and then this and then this. Pardon the interruption Um, style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I like created this JSON object of like, all right, here are all the topics and here are their Mm. timestamps. Now, how do I get it to do like a countdown and highlight the current topic that I'm on? And Mm. so it was, it was really fun because it was one of those things where I'm like, um, I'm like, shooting towards a goal and along the way are things that i have to learn which is how i how i've successfully learned most things in my life is like i i want to get to a certain place and to get there i have to learn how to program it's like great i'll just learn how to program then right (laughs) and that's what it felt like again and i haven't felt that in a long Mm. time because this like this was react and i'm like uh, i don't i literally don't know you'd never use react no no, and you I still think this. I don't I don't use React, I use Remotion. <laughs> like I just have it's just it's an right. implementation detail. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was really, really fun. And I have a lot mm-hmm. of opinions about React that we'll get to, but Remotion is an incredibly, incredibly good library and tool. And the ability to create video programmatically has always been like near and dear to my heart. Cause I used right. to do that a long, long time ago, but not in mm-hmm. such a clean, sophisticated way. And so I was able to get this, like I stayed up super late playing with it. And it's one of those right. things where it's like, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> and now I'm thinking, like, now I'm thinking, what all videos, like, what should I do with this? Now that I have this new power, what should right. I do with it? So very, very
1: fun. And so you record the video first, right? And then you do this to overlay to Correct. the video, right? So uh, in
0: my use case, it is creating an overlay that I will export from remotion, which they have a full like exporting you right. know, workflow. I'll export from remotion and then drop onto the screen flow timeline. Um, so I'll like do oh, my this week, next week recording, go through and chop out anything that I need to, mm-hmm. and then put markers on all the timestamps, render my uh, video in remotion, and then just like plop it on top of the timeline in ScreenFlow and export the entire thing. So you so can it, export, you can export transparent background videos. I was which gonna is say, okay. Cool. So it's
1: exporting like the, the frame of the text you've added and whatever, but not the actual video. And then the, you can still use your regular video flow for the Correct. final. Yeah. So it
0: doesn't, I don't, I keep all of my like screen recordings and um, video camera in screen flow. And right. then remotion will export the sports center style rundown. And then right. I can't with a transparent background, which is very, very right. cool. And then I can plop it on
1: top. Yep. Wow. That is so you could do awesome. you could do like
0: lower thirds, you could do animations, you could do uh frames. Like if you were doing a side by side podcast like this, you could, you know, program out certain stuff in remotion and then plop it on top of our talking head videos. So the opportunity like the the things you could do are pretty limitless. I'm trying to think. All right. This feels like a new like. This feels like a new tool in my tool belt. How could I use this to my greatest advantage? And I don't know yet, but it's fun to think. Oh, this is a whole new vector of things that I could do.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially for a talking head type video, like it adds a layer of kind of visual interest and things like that. There's stuff going on besides just yep. your head on there. Um, yep. Yeah, and then so it'll be like, so I imagine you can make it kind of like you're building your little React app with reusable components. And then like you can drop in a JSON file with like text and timestamps and like it can mostly just happen. Like you might have to watch it once and tweak it or whatever, but there yeah. shouldn't be like tons of programming for every video. Nope. It's like once you have the <laughs> the construct, you can just add exactly. the data. And yeah, go. so
0: I've set it up such that Everything that would change week to week, in my use case, is just in a JSON object. Right. Yeah. So I just put, like, the chapter titles and the timestamps, and it figures everything else out. Right.
1: Wow. it's really cool. It's amazing. It is do. cool. It's, it's so weird that that's, like, a desktop app, too, or, you know, a React app. Like, you would mm-hmm. think it's a SaaS that you would do that. But I guess it is nice, too, since you have, like, the video local. And It's like, you're not, if yeah. it was a SaaS, you'd have to, like, upload the video, and it becomes this whole other step and all that stuff. They
0: have <laughs> They have a pro tier, which is like rendering in the cloud. So like Lambda mm. rendering. So I think they have a it's super cheap. It's like $10 for right. you know, however many minutes. But I think, you know, you're you're pretty constrained by resources on your local machine. But if you were to farm it out to five hundred lambdas, you could render an hour video in, you know, thirty seconds or whatever. Mm. And so that's a pretty I feel like that's a pretty natural business model for them. And I think that's really smart. Right. But I have it, I don't need that.
1: Right. People who are doing it more professionally or you're yeah, trying to do a bunch yeah, of something. Yeah, or like or something.
0: programmatically. So I think right, stuff yeah, like, you know, Spotify wrapped maybe does like a lot mm. of user generated content fits this model super well. Where it's like, hey, right. you need to render 50,000 videos based on 50,000 rows in the database. Right. Well, yeah, set up your template and use Remotion and then you can render it all. Yeah. And so that's the thing I'm trying to think about. It's like, what's a data source that I could turn into video that would in. be interesting enough mm. so yeah i don't know it's much mm. much to consider but it's very very powerful
1: i know i can never get this deep into video but i like this idea this the idea is more it makes the video more appealing to me in some ways because it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's like you can do i mean I, I always loved uh pardon the interruption and they do have those like the list of things and it's like they got the topics there and that's kind of fun um yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you'll come up with something. I imagine this will make an appearance in other places in your hope so. quadrant of videos.
0: Yes. Yeah, the whole thing, I didn't actually know it was pardon the interruption. Like I said, I don't watch SportsCenter, but I knew it was a Sports center thing. Sports center and might I, have
1: it too, I think. I, don't know. I
0: I feel like it's, um. so the first week I did this overlay, I only had the active topic. And then I showed it to my wife and I was like, I don't know, what do you think about this? And she's like, I I think I would like to see the the upcoming topics. Oh I yeah! Thought, oh, that, the obviously, yeah, that makes yeah. way more sense. So that people are like, ah, "I'm going to stick right, around." He's about to talk yeah. about you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And so next week or this week rather, <laughs> this week we'll have the um, the active topic will will be at the top, but then you'll see like four or five yeah, upcoming that's topics, how it needs and, to be. Yes. and then they'll
1: move up. So it's like, right.
0: hey, please please keep watching. Right. There's more, <laughs> the, more stuff, the stuff, stuff you coming. care about is
1: coming. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> so, definitely that's the way to do it. She's yeah,
0: it's fun. She's right. She's very smart. And she also doesn't watch Sports Center, so she independently derived that. So she's extra now, smart. Now,
1: are you old enough to have uh, appreciated SportsCenter, Center, like when it was Sports Center? Or are you I am old enough, but I did not watch it. Okay, so then yeah, you're not, so you're not old enough because so like, it's still lost on me. Yeah, yeah it's lost on you because like Sports Center in its prime, like a few if you were like forty, right? Like Sports Center in its prime, man. I mean, everybody watched Sports Center everybody yeah. it was unbelievable it was just like every single if you were like 14 to like 45 like you watched sports center either like the it was like a seven o'clock one or something and then the 11 o'clock one was the real one because it was like a lot more highlights and yeah scores and stuff or there was like a 2 a.m one like and sports center that was that was the I, had, I had i had friends there. i had
0: friends that i think watched it so i think my age is close but right. I just didn't ever still on the like, way down there. Yeah. yeah that was I like one of
1: those things it. where like we we had all these things back in the day where like everybody watched stuff, like everybody yeah. watched Seinfeld and everybody watched sports center every night and everybody, you know, it's like, whatever, there was these big things that were just universal, um, you know, not hundred percent universal, but millions and millions of people all doing this, uh, at the same time. And you know, now we we're all anymore. watching
0: our niche content and we're stuck <laughs> yeah, in our own heads. And yeah, exactly. we yeah. used to be a society,
1: you know, I know. That's so why my oldest kid is like super in this, like whatever, different sports, and I try to explain Sports Center to him, and he's like, yeah, whatever. But whatever, you know, yeah. he's just there with ESPN.com or whatever, and he's like yeah. look up scores and get real time, you know, play by play and whatever. I was like, oh no, man, you just got you had to wait for Sports Center. You had no idea what was going on until Sports Center. Then like yeah. they told you. I'm there, like, were, well,
0: there, there was, there, was something all this nice anticipation. About that. Like you have no yeah. idea until you watch the thing, and yeah. then everyone knew at once, right? Yeah was the thing Sim-
1: simpler times all right so typescript kind of fits in typescript react and livewire here so uh yeah I've been right. messing around well yeah you, I'll tell you where I, I you work it, backwards yeah. on that because like I've been so I was you know playing with react there for a while mhm considering doing it for the big project we're working on now which is uh basically rebuilding helpspot um which is our main product this is going to be a long term endeavor here so i'm not exactly sure when it'll be done we're at the very early stages but part of it was just figuring out what do we want to use this for first it was going to be livewire then like livewire 3 was really delayed uh but so i was like well maybe we should like react So i was looking at react but then i was really delayed so then and then livewire 3 around, was really you know, good live, live three <laughs> came out was really good so i'm like well okay like back to the a plan we'll do livewire which is what i wanted to do to begin with so um yeah, so, okay, with LiveWire, but, you know, ultimately, like, the problem is, like, LiveWire still doesn't have, like, all the components yes. that the React ecosystem has, right? And it's, like, not just about, like, the components. Like, Alpine has some components, and, then like, I do own, like, official Alpine components, and I do use those in some spots. Uh, But there's just, like, a breadth of components in React that, like, you know, the it's, Alpine it's ecosystem's not there yet. Yeah, so... And it's just like, and then all those other layers too, like for our products, like accessibility is important and keyboard access is going to be important and things like that. And so like, it's not just the component that shows the right thing on the screen, but like, there's all these other layers to it. And React has like seven different component libraries that all do all of that and have all the big brains working on it all the time and all that stuff. So.
0: All that VC money is going All straight that into VC. free React components. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. exactly.
1: Probably that gravy train is going to end at some point, but at least they'll be out there. Um, so, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, for most things, I can just use pure LiveWire or LiveWire with some Alpine, but there's going to be a few really key components where like I really need a more sophisticated user interface that just nothing exists in the mm-hmm. LiveWire sphere for. So... So, I was like, is it even possible? Can I put React with Livewire? And of course, like I look around, nobody's done there's nothing no, about of it. Of course not. Nobody's there's done it. A view thing that Caleb built, which is like a connector to Livewire, but it was like three years ago. And he said he's not maintaining that thing anymore. Cause I was like, whatever, I'll use View. Even though View's components aren't quite as good as React, like there's still enough out there of yeah. what I needed that it probably would have been fine. But then he wasn't gonna support that. And I also feel like React's a little bit more like inherently from the beginning and it's like roots is the idea of like you could kind of drop in a component into a page without the whole thing being SPA, which I think is true of Vue also, but I don't get that vibe from it quite as much. Like like the official React documentation actually talks all over the place about using React in that way. And that's not a vibe I always get from Vue. Hmm. Um, and I didn't look at Svelte well at all. Maybe I should have, but nah. yeah, that's kind of what I figured so i was like all right this seems like it should sort of be possible even if it's like slightly hacky as long as it can be not too hacky i think it should work this is so, so chaotic yeah so I got, I got in there and i was able to do it it was unbelievable like I, you just hooked like,
0: up livewire in react
1: i did it it wasn't even that crazy because livewire 3 also has this nice concept where like you can have the nested components and it can be modelable so that like the value of one component can be fed as a model to the parent component. So I just have this component that's modelable to the parent and I'm able to from react to just send the live wire event like on the, uh, is it an event? Uh, yeah, I think, no, it's not even an event. It's like LiveWire dot, you know, you find the LiveWire component by its ID and then you can just like set the value on it and then LiveWire internally like does whatever to okay. send it back to I, the server I've, or whatever.
0: I followed none of that. So let's talk, give me, give me, give me a uh, concrete example. Okay, so what so where does LiveWire handle and what's the component in React and So stuff?
1: basically you have the LiveWire component, um, you know, plops some HTML on the page. Uh, And in that HTML, I have wire ignore so that livewire doesn't mess with that HTML after it's originally rendered. And then... So are you using
0: livewire to render out like a full page or a section or... Yeah, so I
1: mean, the the app itself will have like, it's a full page livewire component. Okay. And then within that is going to be other livewire components uh, Mm -hmm. that are different parts of the page. And so... Right now in, in getting this set up, I just have it in a pretty simple, just like another component that's dumping that's calling this uh combo box component. Got and it, okay. Putting it on the page. And so it's gonna be like a drop-down with searching and some other kind of fancy. And
0: that process. combo box
1: is React. Right. Got so it, okay. so what happens is the you know, we put a div out there, wire ignore, um on the div, then so all live is doing is putting this initially all livewire is doing is putting this div the render aspect of livewire is this div got it the div is wire ignored and it's got data elements on it so like data value data options data placeholder whatever html data attributes okay those are filled in you know from livewire also uh like the text is just being passed through of like the placeholder value and then things like the value, whatever the actual value of it, that is like the number seven or whatever. Fine. That's there. Good number. Great and the list of options is whatever options should be in the drop down in this case. Okay. So, and that's just JSON encoded options array, uh key value. So, so you're able then, to get all that good stuff from your database right.
0: and plop it into the page. Cause that's right. live wires responsibility. Yeah. And so now you've got all of your nice, the app logic defined drop down data plopped onto the page yep. and
1: then react wakes up and then react wakes up so then you have uh, a listener for one of the live wire like live wire um navigated event mm. It's like when it like well, th- this is a little area i still have a, a, a problem with but basically yeah so it, whether a live wire in it or live wire navigated um and then that's where then i just kick in react and i say okay react like create a root node. And this is the node is this uh, div. And then I, I pass into it uh, via a prop, just the wire ID of the live wire component. So then that knowledge is inside the react code that it's like, okay, this okay. is live wire ID, one, two, three, four. Um, and then react boots itself up and whatever it creates everything. Uh, you get a dropdown. I just like take the data attributes just normal. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. style for that grab that information out populate the react component in the way the react component wants Do that and it boots up and then when uh you you have a handler in react so like when okay. on the change of the state um there's a handler function and that, that'll receive the new value that's just part of the react component and then from there in that handler all i'm doing is calling the globally available live wire um mm. uh you know Livewire. So it's like the top level Mm -hmm. window.livewire. So window.livewire.find, I think it is. I don't remember the exact term, but you search by the wire ID, you get the livewire component by its wire ID, and then you can just set values on it, which is what I do. And once I call that to set the value, it will then do all the synchronization it needs to pass that back into livewire itself and maintain that uh, value. So. That's working. Um,
0: so 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 you pass yeah. the initial value down, plop it on the page. That comes mm-hmm. from your backend, presumably. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a combo box is rendered, right. and then from then on, the combo box is responsible for maintaining its own state because it's mm-hmm. been wire ignored, so it's no longer in the in the live wire updating lifecycle. Right. And the combo box emits events out that you catch. And you send to Livewire backend, so like you do the global thing and say like set this value. Yeah, it's the front directly
1: end. setting it. The way I have it, it's actually like yeah, it's it's directly setting it in the. I've created like a wrapper for the the React component, my own component, and inside right. the logic for that, it's calling Livewire directly. And
0: so then this event. This value's propagated out to LiveWire. So let's change right. let's say you change it from seven to eight. Right. So the eight is given to LiveWire. LiveWire does mm. all its updates and sets eight everywhere, but that eight doesn't come back into the combo box. The the combo box uh, is internally no, it maintaining not. its eight value. Yeah. hmm And so where That's does right. the eight go? That goes to the back end to update a row or something or update other components on uh, the page.
1: I think actually, initially it's just going to be internally LiveWire's internal state will just be that this component is mm-hmm. value component dot value, let's say is equal to eight. And then when you click save, um, you know, it'll, you know, if you have a save function on the live wire component, then that's when it's going to send that value actually back to the server Got it. Okay, and then you save it. Um, you can do like live has a capability for it to be more reactive than that, uh, to do like the dot live stuff that sure. I haven't tried to get working yet. I think I that see. will be harder.
0: So this is just a form, you're just using it to set a form field that will then be sent as a, wrapped up as a payload and sent when it's time. Yes. Okay. Wow. That doesn't seem so bad, honestly. It wasn't
1: too bad. Like, it really was, and like, explaining it on a podcast is a little bit trickier, but like doing it in real life was actually not I was like, oh man, this could be like days and I'm gonna have to do all kinds of weird hacky stuff, and it really isn't actually hacky at all. Um, The only, like, real, I'm sure there's like Uh, Whatever, I just did this like yesterday, so it's not. I'm sure there's bugs and edge cases and whatever. I still have to like test it a little more hardcore. But one thing I have had a problem with, um, is the live wire 3 SPA mode where you can have like wire Mm. navigate so that it is, um, re rendering the page without re rendering, having the browser fully reload the page. So it's Mm -hmm. instantaneous basically because it's just swapping out all the body HTML, um, but not rebooting up JavaScript and CSS and all that. Um, so that i haven't got to fully work yet i, I kind of think there's actually a bug in livewire because some stuff doesn't seem to even be available even outside even forgetting react like there's just stuff that's not rebooted like the global livewire searching stuff seems to be a little wonky but it, it oh, could be me too but uh so i don't know i do i did post a thing on github there to see if anybody had any ideas for that but for now i mean it's not a huge deal i kind of figure that'll whatever work out over time i'll get that figured out but uh I do want to get that figured out cuz I do really dig the SPA mode um cuz it mm-hmm. is actually n- very noticeably faster. Uh so that'll be really cool but um uh, but yeah so for in terms of a initial attempt uh it's been quite successful so far in the initial attempt to my surprise and it seems quite reliable it boots up and does all the stuff it needs to do and Yeah. This yeah. is
0: this is interesting. I know that there used to be and there might still be docs on using like using either Alpine or Livewire with third party JavaScript libraries, but it's always been around like, um, you know, file pickers or other right. like kind of stand, like Select2, I think was one for you know, a long jQuery time. Very
1: even stuff. Yeah.
0: And so this concept, I guess, is not that crazy. I kind of thought when you first tweeted it, I was like, oh man. Ian's lost his mind we're gonna put (laughs) him in a home this is wild but yeah I guess this makes sense if your interface with react is receive an emitted event tell livewire about it and I think at some point you could probably pass down a value into react and you know wire it up both ways yeah I think Um, so but yeah, well, this, that's this what, seems, I this seems get totally rid reasonable.
1: I almost think I could get rid of that wire ignore. I've been playing with that. Can I get rid of that wire ignore? And just if Live Wire wants to re instantiate this its component, that then the React component just re instantiates. And yeah, I that's think, interesting. I think it should be possible. When I've tried to just remove wire ignore, like it didn't work. Um, so there's stuff. Yeah. There's something in there that I have to figure out. But I actually think that should be possible. Really. Um, so that is kind of my goal. I think that'll help the SPA mode stuff too I'm guessing but yeah uh, so I would prefer to not ignore it um, I know like they don't love when people ignore things because <laughs> it is like a sort of a weird special case but mm-hmm. so and since this is very uh, you know a lot of times people are using this yeah where it's like some totally outside thing like yeah it's a third party live loaded from some other SAS app right, file yeah. uploader and like there's no control and it just has to be its own total special flower You know, this isn't really that. This is like when the Livewire component reloads, I actually want this thing to reload. Like, I want it to be one to one. I want it to be just part of the Livewire component, right? So, I think in theory that that should all be fine. That whenever Livewire thinks it needs to reload the component, it just all re kicks up. Just have to find the right, like, there's something off with like the events of that live wire kicks out and i don't know i'm not saying it's even live wire's fault it might just be my fault if i haven't found the right combination of things to listen for for when that's occurring um there's a few that i think should work but aren't that's kind of what my question was partially yeah. around but uh so anyway i'll i'll get there on that but uh yeah i actually think this is totally doable i think that's too bad there's not more out there i mean i don't know I'm not one to usually write a lot of like uh, blog posts on. Code I was going to say I, you can be content kind of, guy. This is I pretty might good. I want to write something if I actually get this fully figured out because like there is nothing out there about it. And it's like, I actually, I mean, I have a sort of bigger vision that I actually want to talk to them about a little bit. But I feel like they should even embrace that. Like Livewire should embrace this and be like, listen, like it's hard for yeah. us to be like the, all these people building components, like tailwinds coming out with components, right? I like know. everybody, all I these know. really high end orgs are building all these really good components. And, like you're not going to out-component them, right? Like it's best, you're just going to make a component that's equal with a super ton of very complicated work. Right. And all really annoying work. Like the browser does this weird thing that's got this crazy bug in this version. And to make this thing appear on the screen in the right spot, we're going to have to do all this extra, like that is not fun work, right? (laughs) It's all like terrible work. So like just build on those things we still need yeah. all the live wire goodness on the backside. And then obviously a lot of times on the front side it's enough. But for those special cases where like you need a calendar or you need a crazy combo box picker right. thing that's elaborate, like, yeah, don't rebuild all that stuff. Just like let somebody drop in a React component and be done with it. And it's you know, make it super easy to do that. So
0: Yeah, that is interesting. That is a way to like uh bootstrap yourself into thousands of components right. overnight.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly and you still you know e- and it still eliminates all that horribleness of like uh if you want to just do that if instead you go pure react and now you have to deal with all the back end stuff you can't leverage all the goodies livewire gives right. you you know generally yeah, totally and so and even inertia as we talked about before it's like good but it has a few kind of quirks and stuff like i still greatly prefer livewire to it um so yeah like you could just be in livewire land which is so great but then yeah when you need something super javascripty and complicated just like make it really easy to drop in that react component or view component or whatever like have connectors for the big uh, libraries yeah
0: yeah. that's really interesting i wonder what a first party react or view shim to livewire would look like yeah like wrap wrapping almost wrapping like uh, the react node that you have in something like some some livewire blade component
1: yeah, something. I, I really don't think it'd be hard. I don't know. I I may be simplifying it too much, but I feel like since I just did it, I feel like it made me right. realize like this is possible. Like even if what mine isn't perfect, right? And I'm definitely yeah. not the person for like figure out the best API for other people to use or whatever. But I think it's possible.
0: That's really interesting. Hmm. I bet. I bet Caleb could come up with something clever.
1: I know he's a genius. That's the thing. We gotta get the genius yeah. minds on it.
0: All right, all, all right, right, Caleb, I, do that.
1: Yeah, Caleb, we need this, man. So um yeah. So then offshoot of that is when I was first in React, I was like, all right, everybody uses TypeScript, I'll use TypeScript, blah blah blah. And then for this, I was like, I'm not using TypeScript because whatever. Yes. Nothing else in here is gonna use TypeScript. So why am I gonna use TypeScript for this? And it's just so much better. Like everything's so much cleaner. There's, There's not all so these like cleaner. fake types I'm building everywhere for like to pass two props in, but like, I have a type and it's in the thing. Yep. And... <sighs> it's worst, it's anyway. it's theater Terrible. it's all theater <laughs> it's you're so just bad. like
0: yes, so I'm gonna back up to react for a second mm-hmm. my now having used react as mm. as a as a you know react expert yeah yes um i think so i've had a i've had a visceral distaste for react for mm-hmm. a long time, right yep I think now having used it um I feel the same way <laughs> uh, but i think i <laughs> <laughs> I have like a more pointed or or like a clarified or refined opinion on mm-hmm. why i don't like it okay and i think i i think what i've come to is i feel like the abstractions of react are at the wrong level for mm-hmm. me you and got- so like not 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 jsx jsx i i don't like because it looks ugly like i i just don't mm-hmm. like seeing all those curly braces and array maps like right. inside of the html <laughs> i pre- i much prefer views like I'll just throw a little sugar on here, v4, and you know it right. still looks like HTML. I prefer that. Yeah. However, JSX aside, yeah. React itself, I feel like is asking of me things that I shouldn't be concerned with. It is, in my opinion, too mm. low level mm. yeah. because I don't. So, for example, I'm you know I'm doing this remotion stuff and I'm copying and pasting like a madman off of the internet, right. right? Yeah, and I'm seeing stuff like. Use memo, use callback, right? Use state. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not the computer. You should worry about this. (laughs) You figure out I I shouldn't, I shouldn't be telling you what the dependencies are that you need to track to keep this thing up to date. You're a computer. You should know (laughs) what the dependencies are. And so, like with Vue, I just say, like, hey, this is a piece of data make it reactive or whatever you want to do. I'm just going to muck with it and you got to figure out what to do. And Vue's like, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. But react, it's like, aha, you didn't, yeah, you messed up. You didn't tell me there was a dependency. Uh. So (laughs) it's either an infinite loop or never updating, but I'm not going to tell you which. And I'm just like, this, this seems to me, this seems to me a very, uh, like engineered library. Yeah. And what I want is like a library that's usable. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna be at this level. This is the wrong level for me to yeah. be at. I need to be up one level where it's much more usable. And if I need to drop down to a level below, I can. But I don't wanna be right. I don't wanna be effing around with like memoization and passing dependencies in and this whole like state set state and use state and i'm like just right i want to just add one to the variable <laughs> and it shows up on the on the page is that right. too hard well, so I've, I've refined my hatred the hatred is you know it's still it's, there it hasn't changed but i've refined my point of view on it and it's just like i just don't like it
1: well you know what's interesting about that is actually now having approached it the two different ways from like okay reacts the full front of the app um kind of learning it that way and i was even he learning it in quotes here like i was <laughs> going through i took a course i copy pasted some stuff i'm definitely no expert in how any of it works and i've already forgotten half of it right but still that basic impression and then recently this past week of like just using it for a component which is like how it was originally constructed like, that was its mm. original what it was originally designed for And I feel like using it that way actually is so much nicer. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, this is a self-contained component. And it might have some, like, sub-components that help it build parts or whatever. Mm -hmm. But basically, it's this self-contained component. And there's a lot less of those things that are needed. Like you might still need use state or whatever, but like when you're using it for the full app and you have things talking to each other and then all yeah. kinds of stuff going on, like there is just a way, way more of like, you have to have all these effects and this and the other thing. Yes. And like, oh
0: my gosh. What does that even it mean? Is, use it, yeah. it is
1: a lot. Um, but when it's just itself, like even those things, even just having to think through it, like, okay, just, I'm only worried about this in the context of itself like actually make more sense and are cleaner in some ways to me. And it's probably the way you're supposed to think about the whole thing, whatever, who knows? I don't, I'm definitely no expert in architecting full react apps, but it did like all flow much nicer for me. Um, Just worrying about this as this one component inside this one page. And it's not worried about networking. It's not worried about all that stuff. Global state. Yeah. No global state or anything like that. And it was like much nicer, so I do think that was kind of an interesting revelation I had on the React front in that way. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. To me, building an entire app of JavaScript just I just don't like the idea of it in general. It doesn't yeah. matter like what framework; they're all kind of bad. Like that's the beauty of like LiveWire. So you don't you're getting that without like actually having to do all that JavaScript. Um, or for most apps, you know, I think just Blade is fine for so many things. Uh, Braid with a sprinkle of LiveWire. Um, Or a sprinkle of components for like the really things that truly need to be very, uh, you know, have the right motion and things in the browser and stuff like that. You need to do certain dynamic things fine. But like, obviously still like 90% of your app, even in a very dynamic app is like just stuff sitting there. It's like the navigation bar and a side navigation bar. And like, whatever you know, it's a bunch of stuff doing nothing. And it's like doing that stuff in react is kind of annoying. Um, So, yeah. So I, I like this hybrid. Hybrid model. Yeah,
0: I I like the concept of components being like walled gardens, and you emit right. the only portion that matters to the outside world. I've always found right. that to be comforting. I like that yeah. in I like that in view I like that in any component system. Like, hey, let yep. me worry about the internal nastiness, and I'll just give you a value back. That's just all a that you nice need to care black about. Black box kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's just like yeah, that's totally stuff, what I want. You
1: pass back some stuff. Yes. It's all good. I don't 'er, want to worry 'er about what's inside there. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So I I do like that. But yeah, I just feel like React is, frankly, React is asking too much of me. I think that's my opinion. Like, (laughs) It's asking me to do things that I shouldn't have to do. And I know people are going to be like, oh, it's a skill issue. You just got to learn it. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't disagree. Yeah, maybe (laughs) maybe, it is a skill issue. I could learn it. But I think the point is, we don't, we we shouldn't need to learn it, I think is, is my opinion. Like,
1: well, just do it for me! Oh, well, this is the other part that I think is really, I like this approach, is, like, the amount to learn to implement one component that does something really cool and special versus the value you get from that one component, as well as the alternatives to doing it that way, like, that is a good sort of cost-benefit ratio, like, yes maybe there's like some annoying you got to figure out use state and a couple other things whatever but i'm getting a super awesome component that does this thing that i could i literally couldn't do myself ever or i'd have to use some lesser version of right so that part to me is like the benefit cost benefit there is great the when you get into like building the whole front end like now Mm. i think the cost benefit is off because it gets like so complicated and again like i'm sure if you initially learned react instead of php and maybe that's a whole different thing right but for me the like trade-offs there are are too much but for this the trade-offs are good it's like okay i can spend a little bit of time i can get this thing i can never do otherwise um at this kind of level and then yeah that's that's great it's mostly a black box um on the react side of it and yeah it's like a couple lines of code no problem um so yeah I think that's sort of been an interesting we'll see how it goes I might be back on here in a week or two and being like the whole thing fell apart it's all terrible
0: but well, see. well I'll be back on here in a week or two saying react still is not my favorite so you love it, it at least we we'll that continuity. Up, yeah you had
1: an epiphany you were like yeah, <laughs> yeah or so. well this will be this will be hopefully we don't align in this way we'll be back on here in a year and I'll be like this freaking react component it's like bug city. It's total yep. nightmare. I'm getting all these bug reports and issues and uh, this thing's killing me. And then I'll be joining you in the uh, full anti react camp.
0: Yep. But I'm hoping yeah. I just don't, you. gosh, I just don't see myself changing. You know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm pretty internally consistent on most yeah. things. And this, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be another one where that's the case. But uh, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Speaking of consistency. Yes. My understanding is you got a new order of socks. Got a new and order that these of socks. are the same socks you previously ordered and that you are consistent in your sock ordering. And I'm a sock man. I'm very particular about socks. So I'm interested to hear your sock take.
0: Are you familiar with the concept of maximizers versus satisficers? Do you know what that's You know, means? it sounds
1: vaguely familiar, but maybe you should run it down for me.
0: So there's this concept of like there, there's these two types of people. One is a maximizer. And the mm. other is this weird word called a satisficer. Mm. And so the maximizer is constantly exploring the universe of options, whatever realm or domain mm. that may be. The maximizer is exploring this universe of options, looking for the thing to maximize his or her utility, you know, in the economic right. sense, happiness, mm. use, whatever. Yep. The satisficer um explores the universe of possibilities until they find the thing that is over a certain line that satisfies mm-hmm. their needs and at that point they stop right. looking because they mm-hmm. have now satisfied their needs i am through and through a satisficer okay 100% satisficer nice. I order the exact same thing at a restaurant <laughs> because I know that I like that thing and it satisfies yep. me and I'm very, yep. very happy about it. I have friends that are like, oh, don't you want to, don't you want to see if there's anything better? You might like more. And I'm like, why? On right. a relative scale, on a relative scale, I'm 10 out of 10 happy. Right. It, it may be How that on an absolute, I, right. on, a, on an absolute scale, maybe I'm six out of 10 happy, but I don't know that <laughs> I'm 10 out of 10. I feel like <laughs> I hung the moon.
1: It's all so, relative.
0: It's all relative. Socks. I found the perfect pair of socks mm. like maybe 10, 12 years ago. Wow. And, okay. I didn't realize and, it was that long ago. Yes. Knock on wood. Thank you to the Lord. These socks are still available. <laughs> right, um, that's amazing. so right Yeah, so many years later. Um, so my strategy with socks is here's the deal: socks wear out. Like, that's right. a fact. What I what I don't ever want to do is I don't ever want to think, oh, this one sock wore out. I'm going to throw away both of them. And I also don't want to think, oh, this one sock wore out. I got to keep it because like, this is my favorite pair of socks. Yeah. I don't ever want to um, pair socks when they come out of the washer or, right. or the dryer. Never want yeah. to pair socks. Don't ever want my sock drawer to need to be managed or maintained. Mm-hmm. I got enough, I got enough stuff going on in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the answer to all of those sock universe questions is, is, you find a pair of socks that you like. And this is for uh, athletic, like normal right. shoes, you, like dress socks are a different beast. Yeah. Yeah, okay. um, but for normal day to day shoes, you find a right. pair of socks that you like and you buy as many of those socks as you can and mm. you dump them in a drawer. Mm. And then what it's that means is pile. any any time a sock feels a little thin, any time a little toe guy <laughs> gets a little kind of loose. It's over.
1: You've you've done, you've done your duty. Thank
0: you for your service. Enjoy the trash can. And what, at that point it's like, it doesn't matter because I got 40 friends in the sock drawer that match it perfectly. (laughs) It's a perfect match. Uh... And so what happens is what happens is you do this enough that you start to reach a point in like your, your household laundry cycle where Mm. at the end of like, right before a wash happens, you're down to like, you're down to like three or four socks, right? Like, ooh, we got to do a wash. I'm getting close. That's yeah. when you know it's time to re up. Yeah. Like you're, you, you've, you're running you've worn through enough. Yeah. You got to call in the reinforcements, yeah. and then that way, that way, you don't have to worry about the wash cycle at all. Ian, I change socks I so many times a day. Like, yes, Whoa. I change, Whoa. I change socks. Yeah, every oh. so. Every, I'll oh shower. Gosh. I often shower in the middle of the day, but like, okay. I'll wake up one of those and put guys. on a fresh pair okay. of socks, Yeah, fresh pair of socks in the middle of the day. I'll shower or fresh pair of socks in the morning. I'll go shower, yeah. fresh pair okay. of socks for sure. There's no way I'm getting out of a shower in the middle of the day and putting on a pair of socks that I wore for two or three hours. Did you it's shower in the
1: morning or not no. shower in the morning? Okay. No. So your midday so wake shower up, is wake your up, shower. Wake up,
0: start the day. Yeah. Okay. Wake up, start the day and then shower around, you know, 12, one, two fresh pair okay. of socks. For
1: sure. I mean, yeah, post shower. Like you have
0: post to have shower. That's crazy socks. behavior. Yep. So already I'm wearing four socks in yep. a day. Yeah. And sometimes like sometimes I'll change clothes to like go out on a date with Jennifer or something. And I'm fresh right. pair of socks. Yeah, you got obviously it. if I'm changing yep. clothes. So that's six so that's six socks in a day. And so I gotta have huh. I gotta have a deep bench because I'm blown through it. There's nothing better than putting on clean socks.
1: Oh <sighs> well, okay, I'm with you on the socks. I like the strategy. We do tend to kind of match because here's my problem. I've never found the perfect socks. I, I See. can't find them. And so like so I first of all I couldn't even believe how cheap these socks were. I was like, right. all right, I gotta buy these socks. I wanted to buy socks. It's like 10 10 pairs for like $13 or something I ridiculous. It's crazy. Um they are the very low socks which I yes. tend to find they always ride under, which is I do want those type, but that I never they never perform for me. So I'm hoping these ones perform.
0: Here you go. Here's the okay. deal with these. Here's the Even deal these? why why we like these. I think they're like Mati and Zirconia. It's like some right. totally off-brand some Amazon, Amazon thing. thing They've right. got the rubber grippies on the back of the heel.
1: Okay. So is that, that works? You think that they holds work. it up?
0: They work. And once I'm once they start excited. to fail, once they start to fail, you salute them and you throw them in the trash can. So like once the rubber grippies start to kind of wear out, which they right. can. Yeah. And they and you know, the sock the sock expands a little bit because of you know, the natural fibers of cotton. Game over.
1: Now, do you say goodbye to your experienced soldiers when the new batch comes in, or do you let some of those guys nope. continue to live on?
0: No, nope. it's all okay. what, what do you call it? Matriculation. It's all when you, one by
1: one, one okay. by one, as okay. so you don't yes. just clear out the last seven nope. or eight you got around. Like they, no, stay I still on got high. veterans in there that are okay. performing for right. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the guy at the bottom who's hiding out, maybe he's just scared, he's hiding at the bottom. You haven't seen him in years,
0: exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll, I'll like find a sock and be like that's great i got a new sock i'll lose a sock and think i don't care i don't
1: i don't need that sock now i jumped the gun and i ordered these okay and i've already made a huge mistake because i should have waited for the discussion because i got the black white and gray instead of just the single color i I can't even implement this strategy can't implement the system no But if I like, they're only thirteen dollars. So if I like them, I'll just buy more of whatever. You can react. Are you you a gray man? I assume. Gray man, going down the middle here.
0: Right down the middle. Yep. Black, black. uh, I feel like black can look weird with certain shoes if they peek out over the top. White gets dirty too easily. Mm. Like it shows its age too easily. Gray, right down the middle. Yep. No must. What's your
1: take on? you have a nice pair of leather shoes, but they're yep. not like, they're not for suits, right? They're just right. like you have a pair of pants and they're like nice leather shoes. Are you going dress sock with that? Are you going these gray socks? Like, what do you do there?
0: You know, it depends. It depends on the weather and it depends on top. the pant. If I'm wearing, if I'm wearing, so I have, I do have like a nice pair of leather sneakers, right? So they're okay. like, they're like they're middle like a dress of the road. Up. They're, yeah, yeah, it's like you could wear it to church with jeans, basically. Right. Okay. So if I'm for example, if I wear it to church with jeans, I will probably put on a tall blue dress sock to okay. you know, make the bridge from the jean to the pant. All right. If if I'm going out to like Let's say I'm going out to dinner or something, or we're going out for Sunday afternoon, you know, on the town, which never happens. But conceivably, you, you, you can imagine. You can imagine. <laughs> or we live on the East Coast, and we're going out for a drink at you know two o'clock. Yeah. You could imagine I'm wearing a chino, right? I'm wearing like right. a I'm wearing a not jean. I'm yeah. wearing maybe a you know a, a dark blue or or dark khaki chino. I may I may give the the pants a little break, roll it up just like a just a half roll, Ooh, and at that, that point I'd show a little bit. Just a little bit of ankle, you know, like show the it. show the people what they're looking for, which is a little bit of ankle. In that case, I would wear the no show uh grippy socks that are hidden below the leather shoe. But what I would never do, mm. what I would never do is have um no show in quote socks that actually show above the shoe.
1: Yeah. So that I you see like often the case.
0: Yeah. You don't want that. It's a bad it's okay. a bad deal. So then you see the yeah. le- the leather shoe, some sort of athletic sock. Right. Then a then a piece of leg, which nobody wants right. to see. And <laughs> then wants, yeah. and then a pant. And that's yeah. just like either either you're wearing socks that I cannot see or you're wearing socks that are supposed to be seen and form yep. a bridge
1: between the pant and the shoe. Okay. All right. I think yeah. that that's pretty much where I fall on that scale, I think. And I do find the no show I guess this is where my thing is. The no show socks I've ever had either are not actually no show mm-hmm. or if they are no show, they don't. They're like they under disappear my heel instantly. The heel. Yep. And then like that's annoying and uncomfortable. And I'm that's I'm very upset by that. So I'm very excited about these. Hopefully they will yep. be both no show as well as stay behind my heel, and then we will be in bliss here. So it's yep. gonna be very exciting. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited. You just bought them just I on just the tweet. Alone. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear your reports back. This will be a but good follow-up
1: a Boss or whatever. That's like thirteen dollars for a pair or whatever. So, no, it's I mean,
0: this, these these people. I'm sorry. If you're one yeah. of these people listening, I'm sorry. If you're if you're buying artisan socks from some sort of direct to consumer thing, you've yeah. been hoodwinked. It's just it's <laughs> you as simple it's as just a, cloth
1: you, you wear on your feet, yes. right? Like that. Right.
0: You you got bamboozled. You bought right. into the hype cycle. Which who it's among okay us today. haven't bought too, into exactly. a, a hype cycle? But it's not socks, too late for them the, hype, the hot, make it it's over the sock game right. thing is like we're past that so sorry to you
1: and so you take your sock savings and you put that money into an au pair is my understanding that that is correct you, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how much i'm saving on socks
0: <laughs> yeah i i don't want to oversell it but it's yeah it's definitely enough to pay for a full-time au pair and she's sure. here she's I she's know, made it she nice. arrived so she uh she got here like a week and a few days ago. Um mm-hmm. amazing. Just oh that's so just crazy. amazing. Huge risk, happy. right? Everything's good. Huge, I know you never know. Risk. They're living in your you house, Oh goodness gracious, you never know. Amazing. So she's, you know, 24, 25 from Germany. Um, and just like a professional. So one of the things that mm. has totally stood out to us is you know, we write all these documents up. The agency's like, you got to write, you know, your household documents and how you like discipline the kids and things you do and don't do, and you kind of like, I don't know. I kind of expected like we'll write these documents and nobody's ever going to read them. Right. She super duper read them and like, oh, you can tell that she like read them and internalized them right. because the it way that she studied like, it. yes, the way that she talks yeah. to the kids, you're like, oh wait, that is like that's, that's what we do. said yeah that's what we said you should do <laughs> and she'll listen to how we parent and like mirrors that you know i don't know mm. what her parenting preferences are because they haven't right. been expressed she's just yep. mirroring us and it's like yeah wow this is really incredible is um so good. and she's just delightful like she's just really easy to be around it's weird like we have a roommate when was the last time yeah. you had a new roommate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, How many decades has it been since you've had a roommate?
1: Oh, well, I mean, very so bizarre. It was, I, yeah, I don't know. So I grew up. So one of my big drivers in life, we're going to get deep into Ian's psychology here, is that I had a very good childhood. My parents are great, whatever, not divorced, loving family, the whole thing. But we did actually have a lot of people live in my house. So I had mm-hmm. like extended family I had aunts and uncles and different people in and out who needed a place you know it's like the 70s it's the 80s whatever there was just that's it was a kind of this family compound at different times so that was always like a thing as a kid that wasn't my favorite because it's like even though like the individual people were all great like love them all right but it's like when you're a kid you're like oh i'm like sharing a room with my brother my whole life and like people in every room all the time and like a not not a house like i live in now like a very very modest house right so it's like, okay, like that's always been this, this is part of my subconscious, like have your own business, make more money, like all those type of things. And so roommate is like, so on the one hand, like having roommates or anything like that is something that like, like, even like, I don't want to share a hotel room, I'm not sharing yep, a hotel no. room, like hotel rooms, my room. Yes. But then it's also funny because me and my wife have been together since I was 17 and she was 15. Wow. So I have always had a roommate. So I went right from my brother to my wife and I've always literally had somebody in my room. I've never had a room of my own in my whole life, except for when I go to a hotel. The only time in my life I have my own my own room. So, which is why you're so adamant about the hotel <laughs> <That's> thing. <exactly. laughs> this is my little space for one yeah. night. Um, but yes, so having a just an actual, not even a family member, an actual stranger in your house yes. uh, that is very interesting and bizarre, right? It's it's good to hear. It sounds like it's going well. Great.
0: Yes. Yeah. Extremely well. The the kids, we have two kids. The girl is having a little bit of a harder time adjusting mm-hmm. um, to someone else, you know, helping. Yeah. But she's getting there. Yeah, she's getting there. Um, yeah, and get there. that was part of the reason we had our au pair come so early, because, you know, the new children haven't arrived yet. Right. Because um, we wanted to spread out some of the traumatic changes, you know, right. for, the, for the current kids. Because it's going to be a huge change when there are two new children in the house and we want to like yep. make that as easy as possible on yep. current children. So that has, you know, we, we planned on that and that's why she's here, you know, a month and a half early.
1: Um, yeah. That's but great yeah, idea. it's, it's been, it's been really, really great. Um, uh, it must be such a huge, just, just having those breaks in the day, like just, yeah, someone else. And just another, day.
0: like another set of hands, like we'll come out, yeah. Jennifer and I will come out from putting the kids down and we'll come out at like seven o'clock. And that's when, like, her day, the au pair's day ends, at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we'll come out and it's like all the kids' corner, like, all the books are put away, all the crayons are put back in their container. The, the table where they just like finished throwing food is all clean. And I come out and that's historically, I would come out from putting the kids down, put in a podcast, and I would do all of that right. stuff. I'm cleaning <laughs> the table, I'm sweeping the floor, I'm putting the books away, I'm putting the crayons yeah. away. And I come out and everything's done and I'm like, Oh my gosh! Seven o'clock—that is what? magic, man. I got the whole—I got the whole night for me. What am I gonna do?
1: So let me tell you—you you need to enjoy that too, because I mean, you have the twins coming, which is gonna mess that just up a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, man, when they get just a little bit bigger and they start going to bed later, them—the kids going to bed later—it really, I know, is hard. It really, really cramps your it up. style. Yeah. Oh my god. Now we're to the point where like my wife is asleep before any of the three kids. All three yep. kids are up later and it's just 24 hour day operation there's just always yep. people up making messes doing stuff making loud noises things are breaking like there's just always stuff going on 24 hours a yep. day and you're like oh man like it was so hard when they were little but that part where like they went to bed at 6:30, like that part yeah. was pretty cool <laughs> like that we would yeah we're, and, we're like, cruising out of their room at or seven
0: o'clock right like, Exactly, fully done and then yeah. hours sleep through the night and have you know for years and it's like I mean, my never just, did that but yeah, people are people are always like, oh, how do you have so much time to do stuff? I'm like, my kids go to bed at seven.
1: Man. And then amazing. they just sleep. So what What else am I supposed to do? I don't know what you're doing there. You must be doing that thing where you give them the vodka or something. I, I just refuse to believe that. Yeah, this. is that that's not what kid. everyone yeah. does? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little vodka thought, in the bottle. What do you like. mean the thing? That's yeah. just parenting, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> yeah. So their parents good. She's living there. Has she, has she driven yet? She has. How's yep. the driving?
0: Very, Sounds very okay. good. Yes. Okay. Um, nice. From what I understand, Germans are very good drivers, and she continues that long tradition of being a good driver. You and, you know, Jennifer had a, a Volkswagen, and so she feels the au pair feels right at home. It's a Volkswagen. She, she it's German a German-made yes. vehicle. No problem. Precision engineering. And she's like, yeah, I know how to work <laughs> this thing. Um, oh, I did ask great. her in a, in a moment, there have been many moments of ignorance, but I did ask her, I was like, Hey, what side of the road do y'all drive on back home? She's like, same <laughs> side. It's like, perfect. Yeah.
1: That'll make, that'll make this easy. It's so funny how Americans internalize that, even though it's like literally like four countries that drive yeah. on the other side of the road, but it's like, we're all so like, they drive on the other side of the road everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, no, actually. They and there's
0: no that. way I could just look it up, you know, right. before she arrives, We got to wait till she gets here and be like, you hey, don't hey, have hey, an encyclopedia. Up, for step step into bit. my office. I got a question for you. Yeah, but no, oh, man. great driver, a uh, very conservative driver, which is good. Um, she told us a story. She was an au pair with another family in Boston several years ago. Oh, wow. and she said. Yeah, she said that, that that family had a nanny and that nanny was an insane driver. And the nanny kept telling her, she's like, you drive like a grandmother.
1: And I told her, please <laughs> drive
0: grandma. like a grandmother. If you have my children in your car, drive like a grandma. I don't care how long it takes you to get there.
1: Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. This is great! I'm so excited for you. This is going to be such a such a huge help to have that person there. So, yeah, very exciting. Man, I, when the new babies come, whew, just gonna I be know. huge.
0: I think we I think we we calculated we're like I think at most four and a half weeks away at most. Wow. And a half yeah, that's weeks. the other
1: thing too with having her come early is so good because like your wife she's over it right? i'm sure she oh, must for be sure. over it it's like you're yeah, huge yeah, yeah. like you don't want to be picking stuff up and she's like getting kids up and like all that stuff she's got a break yeah.
0: she's got two five pound babies oh wow her. so they're
1: good size
0: yeah wow. they're they're big so our current one's delivered at like six and six and a half or something mm-hmm. so it seems like um, on
1: pace for similar yeah so Maybe she's a
0: super over it. Yeah. Right. It's like, I, this is, I can't, we, we're going to lift up a two and a half year old. I can't lift you right. up. I got a million chi-
1: children in here. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh man. Oh yeah. It's about to change again. Yeah. We're excited. Everybody, the audience is I know. in anticipation of that podcast episode. I know it's, it's good content. That's why we just do it. See it's you, good content. Just see you like sleeping. I'll be like, hey, oh, wake yeah. up. Wake up. We're doing it's the show. It's going to be rough if you have rough. a baby with you, like mm-hmm. whatever. It's gonna be awesome. That's fine. We're yep. done with it. All right, man. Well, we we got through it. We went a little long, but we had a lot to cover. I think, we, we, think did. we did it. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll we'll wrap it. I actually have more stuff I could even talk about. We're gonna wrap. I'll save it for next week. Um, but thanks for everybody for uh, listening. Catch us on mostlytechnical.com, mostly tech pod on Twitter, mostly at gmail.com. Pop a comment in the YouTube videos. Uh, Hit us up on Twitter. You guys all know where we are on there. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. See ya.